welcome back for another episode of the Fancy Engineers. We're going to do a quick news and notes episode since we haven't been able to update y'all on some the news that's going on around the league. This will primarily be with COVID, injuries, holdouts, people we haven't seen yet, uh, some news outside of basketball that could affect basketball. So we'll go ahead and get in. Tunes here with me. What's up? How's it going, Tune? Nothing much. You almost forgot about me, but it's cool, you know. Man, I didn't forget about you. I'll forgive you. Forget about you. (laughs) No, no. I'm always glad to have Tune here with me. That wouldn't. This podcast wouldn't be happening without him. So you know, as as you all know, Tune has been in the professional basketball realm. He has experienced actual injuries. So like, he has a firsthand knowledge of pro athletes and how their bodies handle injury because his professional self handled injuries is that right yeah yeah thanks for putting my, my business out there but yeah, yeah. <laughs> i uh i tore my achilles uh i was playing college basketball tore my achilles and now i'm a fantasy engineer so worked out great <laughs> yeah i mean just a slight variation between professional basketball player and fantasy professional <laughs> podcaster professional is this professional yeah I think Recreation, it recreational day. Amateur, <laughs> however you want to call it. <laughs> Pitiful. No, we're getting there. We're having a lot of fun doing this. So, you know, personally, I'm so sorry that you didn't have a chance to go on. I've tried to get you to go and try out for the G League, which, if you're listening in here, Tune still has a chance. Y'all need to encourage him to go out and try out for the G League. Pelicans held a tryout near us not too long ago, and he oh, didn't man. go. I have a gut now. I can't get up down the court. There's <laughs> oh, no shot I can do uh, that. That's all you know. I'm shrinking, man. I'm like six six. six, six that's what I'm talking about. These guys don't know. You you actually have a chance. Six six. I'm over here sitting in my chair. I say I'm five ten, but that's only with shoes on. So Okay, I so. will say. Okay, he might be five ten. Don't let don't let his figure or anything lie to you. When he gets on the court, that man can ball. He okay. can ball. <laughs> I can ball for the uh the rec league kids down the street. <laughs> but no, so yeah. Wait, tune. Tune has a little bit of experience dealing with this. I'm just messing with him. But, yeah, out of the two of us, he was the one who had a chance to be featured on this podcast instead of giving this podcast. But uh, So we'll go ahead and get into the news and notes. Um, we'll start off with some of the same things that have been going on. Two guys we haven't seen all season. Ben Simmons is still out. He has told the team he's not mentally prepared to play. You know, this... The Sixers have approached him. He said he doesn't want to work with the Sixers. He's reached out only to the the Players Association. It does not sound to me, if I had to guess, that he's not playing for the Sixers anymore. Uh, they've tried to kind of put out some stuff. You have players make announcements at games, put out PR that when he if he comes back, you have to be nice to him. Is pretty much what they're saying. But that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I mean, Philly fans are already notorious yeah. for being crazy. You put beers in all their hands and then tell them to take this guy back with open arms i don't see it happening and so you can kind of tell that like if he was not willing to play before he certainly doesn't want to have to try to step on the court and play through all that noise which is going to be awful wherever he goes whenever he comes back to philly it's going to be something else too every game is going to be a late game for him so oh so i i think if you have him if you're targeting him if you're stashing him you're still you're crossing your fingers for that trade. I don't think Philly's happening. What about you? Do you think Philly's happening for him? I think it's done. I think it's done. Um, I think it's, I, uh, it's it's just not. You know, I think the situation's broken. I think you know when the team backstabbed him, I just think that's at that point there was no shot he was going to come back. 
Um, even when he came back temporarily to say, like, you know, he's working on mental health, I figured I was just, you know, apply, apply. You know, I don't want to knock mental health or anything, but just for him to start getting paid again. Um, then again, he, you know, he is probably struggling with some things, but I just don't see him coming back until a trade happens. So, unfortunately, he's locked up in a contract for three, four years. So, I, I don't know how that's going to work out. I don't know what team's going to want him, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, he's expensive, but we'll see. But I'd be a little nervous hanging on to him. I haven't heard any concrete plans yet, so I wouldn't say a trade is close. So be prepared to hang on to him for quite a few more weeks if you've got him. The other guy who we haven't seen yet, Zion Williamson, still out for a couple weeks. Uh, he doesn't seem to be – I mean, they said he's making great progress, but when a team says you're making great progress and you're still out for multiple weeks at a time – it makes me worried, not one, because of his injury may be more severe than we thought. His recovery may be further behind than we thought. But they also may be playing him safer than we hoped this season. He was a clear-cut second-round pick. Uh, and so he was a guy that we kind of were ho- was hoping that you know, he'd come out this year and they'd use him a ton and feature him and give him the ball and let him dominate. And maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they're making sure 100% that he's fine so they can do that when he comes back. But I'm starting to get nervous that they're going to be scared at any slight thing like he comes in with a sprained toe and all of a sudden he's out for another week but you know we'll see yeah and i mean the cats are out the bag we saw him doing drills we also saw him meeting with rj he looks humongous like let's just be honest he doesn't look like he's in basketball shape right now yeah you know i I saw a joke between uh charles barkley and Shaq, and charles barkley mentioned it looks like me and Shaq had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's a running joke right now. Like, I, I think he'll be oh, fine. But honestly, he does not look in basketball shape. He doesn't look two, three weeks away from playing basketball, honestly. So, you know, hopefully, you know, that can change. I uh, know that's false, and he, he comes back and dominates. But he's not, looking, he's not looking great. So That got me. If Charles Barkley's calling it your weight. I think he should be the last person to talk about weight, but hey, I don't know. Oh my gosh, that got me good. Oh, I wish I'd heard that before the segment. <laughs> Anyways, Brandon Ingram is questionable. It sounds like he has a chance for coming back. He's only missed a, a few games. He, you know, he thinks it sounds like he's going to come back. I'm not too worried there on the forefront, especially with the Pelicans not having any help. They're struggling, but they need him back. So it doesn't feel like he'll be sticking out too long. Yeah, Kyle Lowry, though, he left with an injury. He's not someone who I was worried about, but, you know, he's had a number of injuries that have seemed to linger longer than most other players. Yeah. What do you make his most recent injury, his ankle injury? Honestly, I don't I don't see it as too much, mainly mainly for the fact that the Celtics were already beating them pretty badly. You know, it might have been the Heat playing it safe and um, taking them out. Uh, then again, you know, it is Kyle Lowry, so you know, a, a slight touch of the pinky toe could take him out for a year, so yeah, um, that was something to keep your eye out on. Uh, then again, the Heat were losing badly, so who knows? They could just be temporarily, maybe he can come back. We'll find out more in the future once the doctors get to him and everything. So, I'm gonna let you handle this next guy, by the way, since you just traded for him, yeah, yeah. So, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown, similar, same game. Um, Jalen Brown, hamstring, went out third quarter. 29 minutes, third quarter, we're up by 15 when he went out. So there's a good chance to similar situation. Maybe, you know, the Celtics are playing it safe, taking him out. Um, 
the reports said that he avoided major injuries, what really concerned me. I was wondering, like, what major injury are y'all talking about? Um, if he was able to, you know, walk off the court by himself, like, what major injury were y'all talking about? The play looked, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty straightforward. Didn't look nothing crazy. So, something to definitely look out, look, uh, look forward going forward. Yeah, and he, uh, you know, I don't know how they came up so quickly. That report was very quick, which kind of makes me a little nervous. That how true is it? Maybe they just put that out there. Either way. The problem with everybody's everybody's concern with this issue is that hamstrings can notoriously take long time to recover, even if they seem very slight. They can just linger. It's a big problem with football players. You know, anytime you hear someone with a hamstring, it's like, oh, be ready for two weeks without. Basketball is a little different, and you know, he may just need some time. But hamstrings can be tricky, so you want to make sure he's right before he gets on the court. I'd expect at least a game. Maybe a couple games, maybe sit him out to the weekend, but hopefully he comes back fine. LeBron has just, what would this say? It was a lower abdominal. Is that what they called it? Lower, lower abdominal strain. Okay, so he's he's out for a week. He doesn't, he said he's at, not at feeling that bad. At yeah, least at least a week. And it, it, this kind of seems to show this new Lakers mentality with these older stars. When you get injured, they're going to make sure you're good. So you could be out for a little bit longer. So LeBron's going to be out for at least a week. It's a little tough on fantasy managers. Now you're wondering how they're handling everything going forward. It seems like he's probably fine, but this is how they're going to do things. So a little nervous on that front. I will say the biggest thing that scared me about that was the report came out the day of. So it wasn't a lingering thing or that we knew of, you know, mm-hmm. not a bit something he's been struggling with. But it came out the day, day of the, his game. And now he's out for a week. So I wonder if it's something that happened at practice or is this something that's lingering? Yeah, you don't know. And it was kind of immediate. Hey, he's injured. Hey, he's out for a week. Mm-hmm. So it makes you a little concerned about that. We'll see. D'Lo is out. He wasn't playing fantastic beforehand, but still he's a fantasy relevant player. He's good enough to be rostered. He's going to be out for a few games. Disconcern you at all? Again, he wasn't playing great. Uh, concern, if I was a fantasy owner, I would definitely be concerned because he's one of those players you don't want to drop. You know, it's still early in the season. You don't want to drop him. Um, hopefully, it won't be out. It won't be too much of a uh, you know, out time, but it's definitely something to keep your eye on. Middleton, Tobias, Markinen, Jakob Pertl, all are out for COVID right now. We knew this was going to happen. There's still be players who get it. It depends on their, COVID, their vaccination status as to how long they're out. And it's a contact sport. These guys are, you know, very close proximity for the entire game. So, you know, this is going to spread a little bit. Mm -hmm. So hopefully these guys are fine. Hopefully they recover quickly. I will say the Sixers caught a break. Um, Luckily, you know, so Tony Bradley, another Sixer, just got COVID, I believe, late last night, this morning. So they Mm -hmm. said they were going to have to test the whole Sixers team, potentially, you know, cancel the game today. Um, tonight, if they if they uh more people to test positive, but luckily I guess since they played, everyone must have tested negative, so definitely something to keep an eye on. Seems COVID still lingering out there, starting yeah. to take a lot of people out. So yeah, it's it's still making its way around. So I mean, it's not we're not quite out of the woods yet, but yeah, this is hopefully one of those things. Especially if you have one of those players that you know is unvaccinated, this is one of those things you kind of have to keep an eye on. Make sure it doesn't turn into anything. Um, Donovan Mitchell's the next one. He's out currently. He's he's just missed his first game, and they seem to. They don't think it's. They're not acting like it's a big deal. It kind of seems like it's just a 
maintenance, make sure that everything's good. He looks fine. He's walking around fine on the bench. So I don't think he'll be out for too long. And then the last one, Lamelo is probable. The only reason I'm bringing this up because he's been so fantasy relevant this season. He's been so great. Uh, they, I think they said it's a hip contusion, something like that. Uh, something small. It, they put him as probable in the first report, so he's never even been questionable. It sounds like they just are taking it cautious with their superstar, letting you know, giving the opportunity to bench him if they wanted to, but they're not going to. So he sounds like this is not going to be something you have to worry about for the rest of the season. And then some guys that are close. Dylan Brooks is almost back. He played pretty well last season. The Grizzlies have more pieces contributing this year, not guaranteeing he'll come back as a stud. And the, and uh, their coach loves to pass the minutes around. So I wouldn't be su- too surprised if he doesn't get his full workload, at least for a while. But he is an important part of the Grizzlies offense that's playing pretty well. But John Morant's playing incredibly well, too. So we'll see. And then James Wiseman. It's about to come back for the Warriors team. So, they, you know, they've got reinforcements coming. Clay Thompson's going to come back around Christmas. Wiseman's going to come back soon. Do you see fantasy relevance for Wiseman on a Warriors team? I love, Wise- as well? I, say, I love Wiseman. Um, I think Wiseman, I mean, they, they really don't have a big man. Kevon Looney, I mean, he's just, he's a filler. He's a filler there. I think Wiseman comes and he, take, he takes over. Um, the biggest thing with him is, you know, last year he shot a lot of jump shots. So if he comes in, you know, I think he can easily be a 15 and 10 guy at night. You know, that's easily rosterable in most leagues. So mm-hmm. I expect a lot of Wiseman second year, you know, making a jump. Um, we'll guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, this will be the first time we've seen him with Clay Thompson on the court. So all that will be interesting. And there's always a chance they think about trading him. They, he's he's been rumored around with some of the young, other young guys. If they want to make a serious push for a star, like he's the most obvious piece. He's got superstar written all over him. It, so we'll see. You know, I, I like him. If I have a chance, I may try to take a look at him. But we'll see. Hopefully he'll be back soon. Some non-injury related news. I want to talk about Kyrie Irving only because there has been rumors now that the new mayor who's been elected for New York City has potentially hinted at easing the restrictions that have kept Kyrie from playing. Those would not happen until he's in office in January. So, I mean, you still got a couple months uh, with Kyrie out. But there's a possibility that Kyrie Irving gets to come back and play for the Nets this season. There's also a chance, though, that the Nets are still fielding calls for trades for Kyrie. Who knows if they'll do it? It seems like a crazy situation. But this is be something to keep an eye on if you have the ability to stash Kyrie for two months. It may be worth it, but at the same time... He's, I, w- I don't know how much you can depend on him for the rest of the season. He sits out a lot of games, injury and personal related. So maybe he comes back. Maybe he doesn't. We'll see. Uh, I wouldn't get too excited. I wouldn't be stashing him as if he was a first-round candidate. But he's someone who I think will help your team. And then the last one, because this one's just funny to say. This is actually kind of breaking news that happened while we're sitting here talking. I just want to talk about how Trey Young said that the regular season is boring. He said they need some motivation to help them play before, like they played in the playoffs after they lost tonight. So Makes the playoffs one time and comes out and says that. <laughs> and even still, like in a season where he should not have made it as far as they did, they got some great wins and all of a sudden they, they can't find motivation to play. Uh, like you would hope Lakers this, or somebody. Like oh the, my the gosh, I know. 
surely this won't result in any kind of roster shakeup for them. They're playing well. Trey Young is playing good, not quite as great. Like, obviously, as he said, not as great as he was playing in the playoffs, but we'll see. But that should wrap it up for our news and notes. Anything else that I, you think I missed? Got it all covered. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Hopefully, these news and notes helps your team, helps you make some decisions for the future. As always, thanks for tuning in to the Fantasy Engineers Podcast. Until next time.